1: the adventures of bradley and dawn you're listening to my talk 107.1 all the entertainment news you could ever want is right here bradley my partner here loves cruising and i have some cruise news for you
0: i love that you are now bringing i have i have reached the next level wherein (laughs) yes my radio partner brings me Cruise news instead of me having to foist it upon you no. and making you act like you care.
1: I do care. I do. I'm scared to go on cruises. I have done one, but yeah, that's another We'll story. get you on a
0: cruise. We'll get you there. Okay. It might be a land cruise. How but...
1: about just um a Viking cruise through Germany up the river? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Girl. Um so Adventure Cruise Company Hurtgruten. Hurtigruten, Hurtigruten, Norway. They have plans. To They revealed plans for a zero-emissions electric cruise ship with retractable sails covered in solar panels, which is due to set sail in 2030.
0: Wow. It's like the future is now, only 10 years from now or seven years from now. This is really cool. And by the way, Hurtigruten, a lot of uh, my talkers have heard about Herdegruten because... Hurtigruten. Hurtigruten. Love I love it. the name. They uh, were kicking off a huge marketing push last year. And in fact, I got to share the Herdegruten story with my talkers, I think, in October of okay. last year. So people might have seen the uh,
1: oh, billboards around
0: town. They do, well, they didn't do any social media, but mm. they are... One of the, like, adventure cruise lines, so expedition cruising is big with them, which means they go to places like Antarctica. Yes. And, and and I would imagine this is part of the reason why they've got a ship like this, you tell me, but they're going to places where increasingly you need to be environmentally friendly because That's right. otherwise, you know, those habitats can be at risk.
1: Yes, Um, this is actually CNN did an article about this because they are committed to reporting on environmental challenges Mm -hmm. facing our planet. And so this is a part of an initiative that they bring stories like this. So um, they currently have a fleet of eight ships. Each ship has a capacity, which you tell me, is this low? 500 passengers.
0: Oh, my God. 500 is like mint. You really, would be so, you'd feel so bougie on a five hundred person ship.
1: Ooh!
0: If you think like those giant cruise ships are going to be like four to five thousand.
1: Oh God!
0: Yeah, five hundred is going to feel like right. You know, you and a bunch of friends.
1: Okay, nice. Okay, so they travel along the Norwegian coast from Oslo to the Arctic Circle currently, and yeah, they're probably
0: doing that. What is that? There's a route that they do from the south to the north.
1: That's right, and
0: it's called the Furpurderpen. Oh I don't know what it's called.
1: God, that's lovely. <laughs> I
0: try, you know, I tried on Babel or not Babel, but Pimsleur, which is like Babel. I tried to do the Norwegian because I wanted to learn Norwegian. Yeah, it's hard. That
1: Isn't... language is hard. Do you think it's harder than Japanese?
0: Well, for me, it is just because I,
1: you know, <laughs> Japanese, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> can you remember back to learning Japanese and feeling it's probably no just harder? Frustrated? Okay. The reason
0: I tried is because it's also considered supposed to be one of the easier languages to learn. <laughs> okay. But I, you know how, like when you start a new language, you don't, mm-hmm. you try like, you're like, I don't really know how to make that noise. <laughs> Yeah, right? But now, now that I know how to make the sounds in Japanese, for example, it's far easier. So my point is, I guess with practice, it would yeah. probably be easier.
1: Right, right. And yeah. I, just waiting for that breakthrough where you feel like you can yeah. sort of understand a little bit. Yeah. It's it's a little bit harder. Okay, well, these are called C-Zero ships. That's the uh, the project named is C-Zero. And they announced it last March. Um, and they have actually 12 maritime partners and Norway-based research institute. They've explored technological solutions that can help achieve this emission-free marine travel.
0: I will say, you know, I get real nerdy about cruise ships, no surprise, but you would be very surprised. The average person, I think, would be very surprised to learn just how environment, I I don't want to use the word environmentally friendly, but how efficient Mm. and far more environmentally focused those ships, the current ships even are compared to what your perception would be. Okay. Like, you just think that this is a giant metal fossil fuel burning experience. That's mm-hmm. not really the case. And also, a lot of the things, you don't realize how much of the waste has to be dealt with before you know because you're on a boat right, right. you can't just constantly create waste because you'd have nowhere to put it and you can't dump it in the water so they've got all these wonderful like efficiency systems and recyclers and ways to re- oh, nice. reuse reduce and recycle on board already that you know that they're not as cuz i think sometimes they get a bad rap like people just think
1: they're right you know just they're doing their best is yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. saying with yeah. whatever they're given yeah. yeah would you be afraid to try this like first voyage hell no you wouldn't be afraid?
0: Why should I be afraid? I probably should be. Tell me why.
1: Well, I, it, it's, it kind of makes me feel a little afraid because the batteries will have a range of 300 to 350 nautical miles, meaning during an 11-day round trip, one liner would have to charge around seven or eight times.
0: But I imagine they're stopping, Right. So when they're porting, you know, and if they're going up the coast, there are tons of little stops. And so each day or, you know, a couple times a day, you'd be stopping and recharging and recharging. So it's not like you're going to be out in the middle. You would probably actually enjoy a ship like this because you would see land.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You're not going to be in the water because it's freezing cold.
1: Yeah, that's what scares me is like this route in particular. If this thing craps out... (laughs) I'm in the cold water like the Titanic. But you can see
0: the land
1: is Uh, my point. You're not going to be
0: like out in the North Sea by yourself.
1: But I can see the land. But what am I going to swim? Girl. It's hope. There's hope. You're just going to float. I'm going to float? That thing is
0: designed to float. It ain't designed to sink. Uh-huh, just like airplanes. That's
1: what they said on the Titanic.
0: <laughs> These... how many years ago was that?
1: Right. I no, really, I, am... I,
0: I totally get your fear. Yeah. Fear is not a rational thing.
1: That's right. But even if it was warmer water, I just think that I would have an easier time surviving. I don't even want to think about it, really. I have to stop talking about it. Let's. You're talk the one about... who brought the story, woman. Well, let's just talk about the cool sales. So, <laughs> um, the... The sails are, they have solar panels all over it, oh, and they can cool. move, and they're retractable. That's So really it makes cool. it more streamlined when they don't need to have the sails up, which is really very, very cool.
0: Have you been on a sailboat? Yeah. And?
1: Um, I got sick. Okay. My dad Was loved Was small sail. sailboat? Yeah. My okay. dad loved sailing and sailboats. He built one. Oh. <laughs>
0: to sail the Missouri River.
1: Um he did, he took it to some lakes okay. and stuff but yeah. It's kind of weird my dad was like one of those he could make a lot of things. He yeah. built a telescope things like that. Yeah. Kind of a genius kind of a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh I will let you know whenever this goes on sale. It um, won't be sailing for 7 years and
0: Well, you know I like to book my cruises out in the future so yeah. there's a good chance I'm already on 2025. I'm trying to do. Uh, I want to. It's only
1: five years after.
0: I want to do a um, transatlantic crossing. They have one transatlantic liner that does like the Titanic did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's one. Yeah. And so, uh, for my 50th birthday, I'm going oh. f- We're gonna go to London, and get on the boat, and come back to the United States.
1: Okay, and then America. you're gonna get off. You're not gonna turn around.
0: No, no, no! You just you <laughs> go know. from London to How New. York. Well, you go to take? Southampton to New York. Okay, eight days. Okay, out in the North Sea.
1: I, I don't know about <laughs> this. I don't know. i You want me to book you your room? No, now. I don't. Happy birthday in advance. Okay. Thank you. But
0: I, I maybe uh, I'll I'll text you pictures while I'm there, just so you can see that it's not a scary. Please don't thing. ever
1: text me. We're going down.
0: <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> goodbye. No.
0: There's two reasons I won't do that. <laughs> When we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, it is always an adventure. You don't know where we're headed to next. Sadly, we do have some sad news to talk about, but Aww. Dawn is going to share an update on Shannon Doherty. There is a fascinating piece to this very tra- otherwise tragic story that we'll get to yes. when we return right here on My talk.
1: talk. website or app.
0: Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDautoworks.com. Tom and his team, right over in St. Anthony, are going to keep your land yacht in good shape, that's your car or your truck or your camper, whatever it is that keeps you having fun on the road this summer, bring it to Tom and his team at Boulevard Auto Works. Scheduled maintenance, maybe you got a weird noise, maybe you just want to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape for the summer. Trust me when I tell you that the hometown team, they're the real deal. They're not going to take you for a ride, and that's not hyperbole. I know that because it's where I bring my car. Every time I do, it's so easy. I roll up drop off my vehicle they hand me the keys to their courtesy car i jet off to work come back and they've got a full explanation of everything they've done usually i get that before i uh go back and then i just pick up my car they run it through the car wash it looks amazing oh i love the experience of bringing my vehicle into boulevard you will too head to blvdautoworks.com today tell them bradley sent you oh yeah everything that i have
1: take my Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, one. So, Shannon Doherty, she uh, is, of course, the star of Beverly Hills 90210, way back in the day. That's how we first met her. And she has been struggling and fighting with breast cancer for quite a long time. Yeah, it
0: seems to have been a ro- real roller coaster for her.
1: It really has. Um, so, yesterday, actually Tuesday, sadly, she gave an update about what's going on and that her breast cancer has spread to her brain. Um, she has an Instagram video that she captioned. She posted on the sixth. she's going ready, doing radiation treatment and she showed the process of getting fitted for a mask that you wear during radiation for your brain. And she had her first round of Mm, radiation for brain cancer. Um, and then she says, her eyes are teary. It's it's very heart oh, sure, That has to, to be, but like, I think still important, difficult. like to not turn away from her story because yep. she's sharing this with us, and she also is trying to help people who might not be aware mm-hmm. of what's going on with their bodies. So her eyes are tearing up, and she says, "My fear is obvious. I am extremely claustrophobic, and there was a lot going on in my life. I'm fortunate. I have great doctors and amazing texts at Cedar Sinai." The timing of it all, the turmoil, the fear, that's what cancer can look like. So she first, it has been a long time because she first um, was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015. She went through treatment. And the part that fascinated me, which I've heard of this before, but this is a really, really good bit of information for you. Um, She said that her dog, Bowie, was instrumental in detecting her breast cancer and she said that she would the dog Bowie would obsessively sniff right here on my left uh, on my right side for a really long long time and that was in 2016 she told CBS News so it made sense when I got diagnosed with that so she was diagnosed and then a year later she said the disease spread to her lymph nodes so I was just so fascinated that a dog mm. could smell breast cancer or any cancer. I've yeah. heard of
0: this before because they use dogs in cancer detection for something. I don't like I don't know enough, but this rang a bell when you mentioned it. I know I've heard this story before, but it does seem, you know, to it does seem to just raise a bunch of questions like who knew the dogs were this, you know, talented, right. but they certainly are. I still don't understand the science, but I'm sure somebody who's an actual scientist could explain it to us in a way we would understand.
1: Well, when dogs, you know, they've trained them to, the dogs can smell weapons. I mean, their noses are like 20,000 times more intense than ours. And, you know, even I I saw a story about, you know, at the beginning of the, or halfway through the pandemic uh, of These dogs were being trained to sniff coronavirus and can could detect it like they had trained German shepherds. They had this big wheel thing and all of these tubes coming out of this enormous wheel. And they had like 30 different pipes coming out of it. And they had coronavirus in like four of the pipes. The dogs found them immediately. They just went around the wheel and then they sniffed it out and found it. I'm like, wow, this is such a great Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Animals just can be... Yeah. You know. But now
0: every time after you read this story, your dog sniffs you're going to be like, what? Yeah. Like, that's just the paranoia that I have in my life. <laughs> right, right. Right? Now, like, dogs re- will... Just-
1: sniff certain areas a lot and you're like yep i'm a girl (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. especially certain dogs who are fascinated by that
1: (laughs) that area area yeah (laughs) that maybe don't encounter girls a lot and they're like you're different Mm -hmm. you know uh but then she said bowie would after she came back from surgery because she had a single mastectomy um that bowie would just sniff her body entirely up and down and that the dog got incredibly protective, and it was hard for anybody to get close to her when she when the dog was around um, but honestly, it's just a fascinating story too yeah, me.
0: very fascinating and you know heartbreaking
2: as well, yeah. I was just reading a little bit about it. Uh, according to cancer.org, there's a, uh, a volatile or organic compound that's made up when obviously someone has cancer. And that oh. can actually give off a, an odor that dogs are able to sense so in, exhaled breath, sweat, or urine is the most common way.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah. Okay. Dogs
0: are literally Amazing. better than... Oh, I shouldn't say people get real triggered when i
1: say better than some medical treatments or detectors
0: sure i just think dogs are the most amazing creatures
1: yeah they really are for
0: humans we really are the luckiest group of uh creatures on this planet to have dogs
1: yes cats they can catch mice i'd like to be out there i've loved cats
0: in the past Mm -hmm. my my allergies don't love cats anymore So I still love them from afar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: I've had cats and nothing compares to the experience I've had with my dog.
1: I will say that a friend of a friend had um, a cat wake her up. Whenever there was a fire that she was sleeping and the awesome. cat smelled the, and the cat was going crazy and woke her up, she could have what passed. an
0: awesome cat.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I
0: mean, animals in general, trust. We don't need to, like, pit animals against
1: each other. <laughs> yeah, this the, is now a battle our, between yeah. dogs and cats. No,
0: because, like, I mean, I, I would love a horse. Mm. I would lo- I've would. i loved, at various points in my life, I've loved chickens and mice.
1: <laughs> mice?
0: Hamsters. Okay. Dwarf hamsters? yeah, Guinea pigs?
1: How about... I, f- I feel like
0: I've had all the animals. You probably have, too, because you were out in the country.
1: Mm, I mean, we had cows, which we never talked about that. Yeah,
0: you said you had... Well, you did. You mentioned that you had a cow, and we were like, what? You
1: had mm-hmm. a cow? Yeah, we used to have cows, but not very many. Like, we would no have Milk cows, beef cows, what? Beef. We would have, like, 10 to 15 at a time. We would buy them as little little calves and then grow them up and sell them. So, my ca- my cow was white and it had black spots, but then around its eyes it looked like eyeliner. It was just black all oh. around its eyes, and so I named my cowboy George.
0: I feel like you're not supposed to name the cows that you're going to send off.
1: Oh, well, I mean, we were kids. We also were very aware and knew that, like, this cow wasn't yeah. going to be around forever, so we were just grown up and taught that. Yeah,
0: so. Mike, what were you going to say? Oh, nothing. Oh, it looked like you had a story.
1: No, no, no. felt like you needed to get on <laughs> cow
2: chat. How did George taste, by the way?
1: Oh, um... You know, I don't <laughs> did remember. You guys get I know we would just sell them, oh, and then got it. Okay. but like we would get a side of beef out of it. We would butcher a cow for ourselves, yeah. and they didn't tell us which one it was. Yeah, good.
0: Yeah, you don't. You know just that. don't
1: know, and then you're like, "This is the." <laughs> There's like of eyeliner
0: life. on the package. <laughs> don't give that one to Dawn. Oh no!
1: We also had rabbits.
0: I do. You did you?
1: Yes. Oh. Mm, okay. okay.
0: I know. That's the circle of life, man. Hey, when we come back, movies. We love movies. You love movies. We're talking movies. When we come back right here on My Talk one. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process, or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. It's safe I to know. say most of us Who doesn't want to go out to a movie, pop some popcorn, sit back in the seat, watch the lights go down, be a little slap and tickle?
1: <laughs> oh, no. Depending on the kind I of don't movie know. you're watching. No, 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 that
0: But the story, particularly, uh, that brings us to movie chat today. Is about something fun AMC is doing. Now, this is not for everyone, probably, but uh, if you got kids or you just love family films, you might be up for this. And it's a seal at just three to five bucks. So Mm. I don't know if you remember, but they did this, I guess, last year. Or in fact, I think it was probably, yeah, anyway. Um, They've done this. It's called Summer Movie Camp. And what they're doing throughout the summer is running a series of films starting in June and going through, oh gosh, the whole summer, August 30th. So it starts on June, what did I say? June 7th? June 7th. DC League of Super Pets, Mm. followed by Minions, The Rise of Gru, Paw Patrol, Puss in Boots, Kung Fu Panda, Trolls, Mummies, The Secret Life of Pets. It goes on and on. And basically, it's just a fun way to get you and the kids and the whole family to go out and see a movie for cheap
1: that's great it's three
0: dollars plus tax on Wednesdays five dollars plus tax on Saturdays 14 movies in total and um I guess the land before time kicks off the first week okay yeah
1: wow it's okay so I love this because if you have noticed going to the movie can be pretty expensive once you get there and if you want to have popcorn and if you think you don't want popcorn, but then you get jealous of other people, you're like, oh, man.
0: Oh, God. Who doesn't? I can't not get popcorn. Really? Yeah. I can't remember the last time I've been to a movie theater and didn't get popcorn. I just have like a thing. It's, I can't. It's
1: a part of it. Because like
0: Jamie is really good. He, you know, we've talked about this. He goes and sees all the movies for the Oscars. And on the occasions that I would go with him, Mm -hmm. he, he literally will bring like a protein bar yes, or like a bag of almonds or something and then a bottle of water. You
1: can resist.
0: But I like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that too. And I would bring my protein bar and then I would get to... The ticket stand, and, and you're you like, I you smell that popcorn. It. Oh, yeah, and you just feel like you're a kid, oh, and you gotta have. How can you go to a movie theater? And so I get the small popcorn, but you know, then I still get my fix.
1: Yeah. Do you um, do what I call the um, grab and shove?
0: Grab and shove. <laughs> you well, grab You gotta give a handful me some more context.
1: And then you shove it no, into your mouth. Girl. And you just push it up against your face and you go. Ugh. No, that's. That's
0: not that's good. That's Jamie. That's the way he eats most snacks and it drives me nuts.
1: Oh, gosh. I'm a
0: one kernel at a time. Do
1: you put the kernel in and then crunch? Or do you go make it like an egg carton sound and go. Ew. Ew. Oh, man. I just Who does said, that? There are people and I have misophonia when it comes to popcorn Sounds in a like movie a drag theater. Queen I knew once. it makes me enraged yeah don't do that i don't like that That, that.
0: that's giving me like uh just like weird vibes like like putting your tongue on a wood spoon
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i do not want to do that
1: (laughs) back to movies though you Um, had some info also about movie pass well
0: yeah well first let's talk about um so summer movie camp i mean this is probably something you and mc are not going to do because you guys are usually over at the alamo anyway
1: that's right. Um,
0: But, Mike, when was the last time... You went to the movie theater last week, didn't you? Oh, we
2: were planning on it. We didn't get to it, but we go to the movies all the time. So. This is not something you'd probably do? Well, I mean, like, Maybe. we kind of were going to watch the DC Super Pets one. Oh, I thought that one was cute be, looking. Yeah. So, And there might be some of the... Like, I've never seen Minions in the theater, so this Me would be an either. opportunity for, you know, a few bucks to go check yeah, that so out. Yeah, so you guys could do this. I think yes. you'd be all, I really want to do this but i need to will
0: myself into it because i have really removed myself from theaters in a way i used to be there we talked about this before the show i used to go every friday oh. my friends and i would go see whatever the new film was whatever the biggest new film was right Aww. and then you know i think it was a pandemic because was probably a couple of years before that but yeah that really just put the nail in that coffin oh. and so i need to get i've only been to a few movies since then really yeah. Okay. And I think I'm unusual, like unusual and not unusual. I, I think I've seen more movies than a lot of people who just never went back to theaters. Oh,
1: okay. Like yeah. we used
0: to make jokes about Colleen all the time because she had, you know, she would never go see a movie. Okay. Because she she's like, when does it come out on my couch?
1: Oh, right. <laughs> you know? And so she'd be in the camp of, I don't want to go to the movie yeah. theater. Was she, did she like going before?
0: I think at some point in her life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. I decided at one point in my life, and it was specifically the remake of Pet Cemetery. Um That's that a few I Yes, it was. Um, that I won't go on an opening night. Oh. No, no, no. Why? I will not go on a seven PM Friday because it's full of Yahoos, <laughs> okay, and those yahoos could include people that really, really annoy me. They talk.
0: Oh, I'm interested. Tell me what annoys badly.
1: you. Um, talking. Okay. And that's a generally Eating like an inappropriate animal.
0: Inappropriate behavior. Eating like an animal. Eating
1: like an animal. Talking. Like, being on cell What are people doing? Like you know, like. <laughs> I hear it extra. It's, it is so you seriously really are something.
0: Like a, no, s- you've got sensitivity issues.
1: I have a really, really, it's specifically certain sounds. Just like people are afraid of, you know, there are people that are afraid of holes. You know, they can't look at a beehive. This is my thing. A beehive? Mm-hmm. The people that are afraid oh, of Oh, like holes. an
0: actual hive of bees, not sure. like a hairdo.
1: Anything that has little dots, they get really afraid and scared. I am enraged, and I've watched.
0: Enraged? Do you, like, hulk out?
1: Um, I did at Pet Cemetery.
2: What, what did you do?
1: <laughs> okay. So I just want to set the scene. There was a girl, two girls who were, I would say, late teens, early twenties, Okay, who got up six times and got different food items. Oh, I
0: feel like I've heard this story mm-hmm. now. And yeah. they
1: also like were eating super loudly. They had a Slurpee. They were also, <laughs> they were high. Okay. Okay. And I could smell it on them and I could tell that they were just there to eat and laugh at inappropriate times and talk and be a nuisance sitting right next to me. Yeah. So much food, six trips back and forth. And I just said out loud, simply, Oh God. For everyone that was annoyed by their presence, are you done eating yet? Oh my God. Are you done? <laughs> are you done? What? I want to know if you're done.
0: Oh, my God. You just kept going. No, I you didn't. went for the jugular and, and Car- she's like, Karen oh, mode. my
1: God. And they stopped their talking and yeah. monkeying around at the end of the movie. They stood up and said, um, you're a grown woman and <sighs> you shouldn't do that in public. I can't believe it. I'm like, well, you know what? It was a little over the top. It was you were obnoxious. I'm sorry. Go tell your mom that they shouldn't have raised you like that. Oh, my God. Like, just don't. Just please go. I'm like, get out of here. I'm Girl. not going to be berated by you. How many years ago was this? I hope this was five.
0: I was going to say you would never do that today.
1: I did it here in Minnesota. I'm just saying I decided in not to do that. Twenty twenty
0: three. Be very careful.
1: I am not doing it anymore. And yeah. how do I avoid that? i not going to movies on a Friday night. I see your point. I yeah. go on Saturday morning, sun, the earliest time, like 10 a.m. Do you really? Yes. I love an empty theater. <laughs> and I love Alamo because they tell people to stop yeah, she, talking. Okay.
0: So I have to tell you, Mike, every time she brings up going to see a movie at Alamo, the Second part of that statement will always include because they tell people to shut up. Yep. Because yeah, you would paper <laughs> and tell people to. No, <laughs> you
1: could know, write on the know, paper. Is you... it
0: on the paper or the phone? On the paper. No, oh, no, no, it's paper? no. You
1: order and you stick your paper into oh, the little God. slot in and the And you table can front write you. You ne- can like a note. Like the they're The people being next loud. to us are like sitting on top of each other. So you can, and can nark having sex. on your
0: neighbors. Mm-hmm. I do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would never do that
0: because, like, again, this is why, like, you're what you're doing. I'm like, wow somebody actually does that stuff because i'm the person that thinks like they're just gonna knife me while oh. i'm like on my way out they're just gonna shiv me right in the side
1: god well i think that maybe they set the tone too i will say that like they are really really strict about yeah. it they have a huge like thing that says like do not talk in here yeah if you no, do it's, it's we annoying will send when people a bear talk to sure. you like they a do bear? they're like this is what's Cocaine gonna bear? happen to you and then they'll show a bear like attacking another bear they're like we will send a bear to eat you (laughs) or whatever it is it's usually super funny and they're like no it says but seriously you have to do this or you will be removed yeah have you seen people
0: get removed like i just imagine they have like a paddy wagon and they open up the side exit door and they just like trundle these people off
1: no because people knock it off right away once they're warm i
0: feel like alamo is the kind of place that you're not paying to go there if you just want to be obnoxious and make noise
1: yeah it's a little pricier right. but it's so worth it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mike do you uh do you guys Depends on the movie. Like yell if it's at people the... when you're. At... <laughs> <laughs> if it's... I love the energy though in a theater, in a packed theater. So like, there is something a... about like that opening night Friday,
0: yeah. especially for a movie like. I mean, it depends on the movie, right? But like, especially when it would be like a Star Wars movie, or like, that's There's different. something we've all been waiting for.
2: I still have. I know the feeling I went through when I watched Avengers Endgame in a theater with a packed group of people, and all those big yeah. pivotal moments happened, and we're all yelling and hollering and cheering. At the same time, it was awesome. That's like going to a sporting. And I will say too, often on opening nights, I feel like you do
0: get the people. You get a lot of, certainly not all, because there are obnoxious people everywhere in the world today. But a lot of times, you get the people who are so intensely excited for something, and they're usually the ones that aren't going to be just like, you know, um, smoking up beforehand and then Mm -hmm. eating snacks because (laughs) they'll go at probably noon, Uh actually, right? Versus like. The nerds of us who've been in line for, you know, weeks, like the Lord of the Rings.
1: And I love the energy, too. Like, that I can totally agree with you. It's just whenever you go to some Girl, discount okay. theaters and there's some for discount people You're paying for it. Have the experience
0: there, you want. I discount totally... people. <laughs> discount people? What?
1: <laughs> if you go to a discount show, oh. <laughs> sometimes there are ah! discount people there. I,
0: I, I, I think I
1: know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah they they're don't looking behave. for
0: they're looking for a deal and they're it
1: could be there to make out which i'm like that's fine you're not talking or eating something loudly
0: yeah i will say usually i'm fine but i i hate when you hear when you identify a sound and then your brain just won't let you let it go
1: it's every time for me
0: yeah but i don't i think that's more me than it is them like i think you're allowed to
1: eat uh-huh. But
0: I'm just saying, sometimes you know the sound will carry, not the people being intentionally obnoxious. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. But all right. What about
1: Movie Pass? We didn't even talk oh, about. We that. don't have time,
0: girl. We'll talk about Movie uh, Pass another day. I think tomorrow. Sure, if we want. Otherwise, you know. I it, do want. When we come back, I want you to tell me about the orgasm call.
1: Yes. Somebody got arrested, you guys, and I'm so happy.
0: And she was very excited. We'll tell you why when we return right here on
1: David at First Equity. First Equity. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. Oh my gosh, you guys, summer is finally here and you could be going on a vacation to the beach or you're having, you know, barbecues. Summer is more fun when you're feeling your best. Livia Weight Control Centers can help you right now. They have doctor recommended programs uh, and you will get eight weeks free when you mention me right now. Uh, I I lost 30 pounds with Livia about five years ago. And I loved it because the people at the centers, the people that help you, the registered dietitians and nutritionists, they go on this journey with you. And it's just such a personal thing. Because they know your struggles and they will help tweak your program so that it will work for you. So you get all of this attention that's one-on-one attention. And these are great programs that are doctor-recommended. You will get eight weeks free, like I said, if you mention me or my talk. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A dot com. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk one zero seven one. your place for entertainment. If you listen to the show, you might have remembered me talking about a podcast about, I don't know, it was winter, so who knows, uh, January, maybe February, and it was a BBC podcast called, um, it was called...
0: The Orgasm Cult. The
1: Orgasm Cult. Thank you so much. Yes, there's actually a link on our show links page if you want to check it out. And the episodes, I will say, are really great because they're like 22 minutes, 17 minutes. There are 10 episodes, but they move along quickly. Thank you, BBC. Uh, And it is about um, One Taste, which is a sexual wellness company that was... Headed up by a woman named Nicole Day And the reason why I'm talking about it again is because FBI special agents arrested one of their leaders on Tuesday morning. Ooh. Rachel Churwitz, the formal head, former head of sales, was taken into custody without incident um, on charges of forced labor conspiracy. And her co-defendant, Nicole Day remains at large. Okay, dun, dun, dun. she's still out there. We don't know where she is. They won't comment on whether or not Daydone is considered to be a federal fugitive at this time. Um, this is really great news. If you listen to this, there's also a Netflix special. I found out this morning that I never knew existed. Oh, really? But there's a Netflix documentary um, mm. called uh, or Orgasmith. Orgasm Inc. Yeah, that's what it is. But I listen to the podcast. You get a lot out of the podcast. You learn all kinds of things. Actually, we'll just play. um, This is the trailer for the BBC podcast. So I'm just going to break the ice for us, okay? My topic is female
2: orgasm. Nicole day doesn't just like orgasms. She believes in orgasms. She co-founded a wellness company called One Taste, who taught a practice called orgasmic meditation. One Taste sold expensive courses, making millions of dollars from students in San Francisco, London, New York, Los Angeles, and a bunch of other cities, with orgasmic meditation being touted as the latest self-care practice for the modern woman.
0: It will be turned on women and those who dare to stroke us, who actually (laughs) change the
2: world by feeding this desire for connection that we all have. One taste are now being investigated by the FBI, accused of forced labor, sex trafficking and prostitution. I've spoken to people who worked there about the company's sales practices and allegations of abuse, financial, emotional, psychological and sexual. They had none of the like
1: lookings of a cult from the outside. Oh, gosh. Well, let me tell you something. When you listen to it, um, they definitely make a statement in this that. It seems like it's a cult. I'll just say that. It has all the signs of a cult. So
0: like what was one of the things that made you think oh that's creepy? Like okay. that's weird. Okay.
1: Anytime an I organization mean, the, right the business
0: model was you know.
1: Yes. So anytime any organizations organization that you're involved with asks you to give up your life, to come and live in a center and join them and cut off ties with your family, it's probably a cult. Yeah. Also forcing people to do things so that the whole um, the whole purpose in this Nicole woman, the in the beginning, you heard her talking there. She did TED talks on this. She claimed that she learned this orgasm practice from a Buddhist monk taught her this.
0: God, this is, sounds like every cult, like yes. somebody, some.
1: It's a wellness company. probably uh,
0: white lady had some sort of That's you right. know, uh, experience that she learned that was unique That nobody else knew before, and then, you know, she brings it uh, to the United States and shares it with us, and all you have to do is give up your life or your bank account in order to cash in on this
1: secret of the universe. And she really wanted to promote the fact, or not the fact, she wanted to promote the idea that what's holding everyone back in life can be solved by having an orgasm like you will unleash your real power if you orgasm and this is how to do it and it involves someone else doing it to you so you're involving you're getting men into the cult who will learn this very very distinct practice that has to be done with this many strokes this way like it's really weird okay like your arm goes here You put your hand here, and then this many times you do this, and it's just so bizarre. But women fell for it, especially women who didn't have a lot of luck with their, um, just in the medical world of solving issues and problems with their sexuality. Yeah. And so she claimed that like so there was a ripe, do this, a ripe
0: market ugh. or audience ready and waiting to, you know, buy into this because they clearly. And that's, again, a mark of a cult, right? Find a vulnerable population.
1: Yes. And she also, I want to tell you, came from the tech world hmm. and she also placed the first center in Silicon Valley. So she recruited men who had lots of money and not a lot of experience with sex to yeah. become the practitioners, to become the givers okay and so there was this relationship that would go back and forth but then she need, but it was like fifty thousand dollars to join but you get access to all of this stuff that i don't want to get into right now uh you can just listen to the podcast and then it was like if you're having a fight with someone she would say well you need to go orgasm together that's going to solve it Imagine you're having a dispute with somebody and she's like, Well and then it got I mean, to be again, just you she's have to It's not go have wrong,
0: sex. but at the same time you don't need to pay and do it with a stranger.
1: No. Right? And it would like, just be like, and he wants to he wants to great, do this but it with you. Be free. And this no, but you don't really have like they made you feel like you don't really have a choice. Yeah. They piece people were living together um in communal well, that's the living other spaces. Thing is, like
0: these are this is a work environment.
1: And you were supposed to have sex with your co workers. That was a part okay. of it. Like oh okay, okay, today you're going to have sex with Brian. No. Sorry, anybody named Brian out there. They probably just went, what? (laughs) But it was that. And then also they weren't paying them like they wouldn't get their paychecks. And it was just this big thing that just turned into something. It's just the most insane thing.
0: But people were totally
1: brainwashed.
0: So the woman who was
1: arrested, what was her role again? She She was the chief, Uh, sales officer Rachel Churwitz and so it's like you know they've been investigating for a long time so she would basically get people into the organization and then
0: so they're starting low and usually what will happen I know because I'm you know I used to work for the justice department in special investigations (laughs) you now. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I watch a lot of cable news, and yeah. this is one of those things I imagine where you start low on the food chain,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you start working your way up, so by getting her, hopefully she can then help them get to the number one mm-hmm. person, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, because this woman is um, something else. We'll just say that. She is something else. I would, I think I, the reason why I started listening to this is because in January... I saw an article that said sexual wellness company founder loses libel bid against BBC over podcasts. So when you want go to the podcast itself, it says this podcast is under investigation. All right. So but they lost. So she she said, you know, they can't say these things about this. And then the judge said, yeah, it's actually no, you don't have a leg to stand on. So that why it could which be is saying something because going. in the uk
0: you it's a low bar mm-hmm. compared to what it is here so that's, that's correct that's yeah. fascinating okay what's it the is. name of the podcast again it's
1: called um oh my gosh the orgasm cult
0: and uh, there's a link
1: on our show links page yeah.
0: fabulous i
1: hope 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 that nicole is next
0: well i do too if
1: she has committed crimes allegedly supposedly Gotta say that.
0: Do you like candy?
1: I do. Let's move on to something less tragic.
0: We're going to talk about candy when we come back. Think about a candy that doesn't exist on planet Earth. Maybe it's extinct like the dinosaurs. A candy you grew up loving or maybe just some kind of snack that doesn't exist. Let us know what it is. 651-641-1071. We're talking extincted candies. on <laughs> my talk, 1071.
1: my